Yeah. You know, we're trying to turn the page. Uh, the only thing that we have control over is today and, and what we can do to prepare and practice well and put ourselves in a good position to be competitive on Sunday. And, uh, you know, our whole focus is on Miami. Uh, what, what's happened in the past couple of weeks has no bearing on what's going to happen this week. And we have to try to go out and, and be competitive, win the week, and then come out and play well and execute well on Sunday. The uh, team placed Rex Burkhead on injury reserve today. Um, so that's uh, you hate when that happens to any player. Mm. Uh, your locker mate Sony might you know have to pick up some slack. Mm. Uh, what have you noticed from the young guy next to you right here in the locker? Yeah, first I'll say uh, it's a tough break for Rex, and uh, you know our thoughts and prayers are with him. That, that's tough. Uh, you know, young Sony's been very impressive. I think his attitude, his buy-in has been pretty unique for a first-rounder. When you think first-rounder, traditionally in the league, it, you know, those guys tend to tend to think they got it going on. But he's been, he's carried himself with a lot of humility. He's really come in here, worked his butt off. Uh, he's taken coaching. He's been a great teammate. And that's all you can ask for from a younger player. Um, so, you know, we all need to step our game up. Everybody needs to play better. Um, with, with the injury situations that we have, with what's been going on. So we trust that he's going to do his job. The rest of us need to do ours. Another rookie, Jawan Bentley, got placed mm -hmm. on IR too. Uh, yeah, again, I mean, uh, it, it's so tough to see guys go down uh, on your own team but across the league. I know how much guys give themselves physically, mentally, emotionally, how much they ask for their families. Um, and you just hate to see guys go down. So you hate to see Juwan go down. You hate to see Rex go down. It's it's a tough pill to swallow, but uh, we're going to try to pick up the slack as we move forward. Matthew, is, is the mission more to, to start playing well again or to stop the bleeding, or, or do those two go hand in hand? Uh, I think the mission is just to, to control the day. Um, before we can play well on Sunday, we have to practice well. We have to meet well. We have to have good days uh, leading up to the game and I think that's that's what the mission is it's you know let's let's not look at the big picture um, let's just focus in on the day and worry about today and you know that's what our focus is going to try to be this week we got to have a good Thursday tomorrow and then we'll take it from there been interesting to sort of watch from the media side the integration of Josh Gordon into the team. We haven't talked to him. They're keeping a low profile. It seems like every time we ask a player, they're sort of keeping it at arm's length. Um, what do you see from him? I mean, are you as a well, uh, certainly happy to have him here. Uh, certainly appreciate uh, the professionalism that he's shown uh, since he's been here. And, you know, we're all just taking it one day at a time. So. I can't speak on behalf of Josh. I can't speak on behalf of what our staff or what other players on this team feel about him. Um, I appreciate him as a football fan, and I certainly appreciate having him as a teammate. Uh, and I appreciate the approach that he's taken thus far. And, uh, you know, we're just all taking it one day at a time. As a, as a football fan? I mean, what what is it? Well, I mean, you, I mean you, you've seen what he's been able to do when he's been on the field. Uh, he's a very gifted young player. And, and, got a lot of God-given ability, so you can certainly appreciate that. Have you had a chance to see that up close in practice yet? I can't get into the details of that. <laughs> sure? I'm pretty sure. <laughs>
myself and special teams. Uh, one of the first things Coach Belichick mentioned when he visited with us today was they lead the league in average drive start on kickoffs, 39.7 yards. Mm. What do you see? I mean, you've been up against this scheme for a lot. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're so well coached. I mean, uh, they play they play the game the right way, um, and they've got leader, leadership over there that's really got them going in the right direction. So we have a lot of respect for for their coaching staff and their personnel, and uh, we know it's going to be very challenging for us. We got to do a good job of just getting a lot of hats to the ball when we're covering, and then we got to try to you know take away their go-to guys. Um, you think about Walt Aiken, you think about number 38. Mr. Bolden, uh, who's playing at a very high level. So we got to try to handle him. We got our work out, cut out for us, but uh, hopefully we're up to the challenge. You sort of took the work. I'm sorry. No, please go ahead. Sure. Yeah. I've already had a couple. I feel like I should defer. No, no. no. Uh, I'm, I want to let you know. See, I, I learned from you. You're an etiquette right here. No, no. I've asked this is rare. Questions. I like it. Well, when you mentioned Brandon's name, one of the things that came to my mind is toughness. Toughness on special teams, having watched him through the years here. And I read a book about Michael Lombardi's book, and he said the bill philosophy has been to establish toughness for a football team through special teams. Do you see it that way? And is your unit, although everybody's got to do their job on both sides of the ball, is special teams an area where this team can really assert its toughness? Well, certainly I think when you talk toughness, Coach Belichick preaches running the ball, stopping the run, and covering kicks. And I think those are the three things that really jump out right away. Um, I certainly think that that's something we've prided ourselves on in the past. And we need to do a better job. I think there's there's a lot of room for improvement with our group within our group, uh, playing with a higher sense of urgency, playing more physical, playing better with our hands. So hopefully we can continue to improve in that department. You have players that switch teams every year. You know, mm. Brandon Bolden's an interesting one, just because yeah. it was like seven years here. Mm. You know, what has it been like to sort of watch him in the Dolphins colors mm. and to know that you're going to face him as an opponent? Well, I mean, I, look, I'm. I'm I'm not ashamed to sit here and say uh, that I love Brandon Bolden. I appreciate him. I appreciate his friendship. I appreciate the time that I spent here with him. Uh, I learned a lot from him. Uh, he made me a better football player, uh, so I'm thankful for him. There's no question about it. Now, come Sunday, you know, we got to get that guy blocked. We got to know where he is at all times because uh, he's a heck of a player. And I think we were really fortunate to have him here, but, you know, Come Sunday, we'll be competing against him. And, uh, you know, you kind of got to put those friendships on pause for a little bit while you go out there and compete. Has it got, like, softer in the locker room without uh, Brandon Bolden here and, that, <laughs> and that, whatever that machine was? There's <laughs> a little boombox radio. Yeah, we got we to gotta get that thing fired up again, maybe. But, no, I mean, like I said, nothing but love for Brandon. In the same light, seeing Danny there, considering the, the qualities that he brought to his football team. Yeah. I mean, toughness. I mean, sucker's tough now. Um, I haven't played with too many guys like that. And, uh, again, I, I say all this understanding that we are competing against these guys on Sunday, and the priority will be going out and executing and playing very well. But, again, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say how I feel about those guys, what they mean to me personally, Danny and, and uh, Brandon. Thankful for them. Uh, Danny, I mean, I don't want to sit here and – gas him up, but he knows I love him, appreciate him. Um, but again, come Sunday, there will be our opponents. Well, go, well, to Karen's question, Matt, yeah, uh, um, is there a period of time where as much turnover as there is, that especially the new guys have to understand the way you guys look at things that is small picture and not big picture? And Is, is there kind yeah. of an act, even after the season begins? Certainly, I think you can't. 
you know, when you come in this building, you really have to learn to manage your expectations. You can't get caught up in in the outside hype or how people perceive this team, this organization, because nothing's guaranteed. Uh, things are always in flux in this league, on this team, and we just have to focus on the guys that are here now, the opportunity that we have now, and trying to make the most of it. Um, you know, games lost, games won, they really have no bearing uh, on the week-to-week operation. And, and this week, all our focus needs to be on Miami. We need to keep that, you know, closed vision and, and try to go from there. Whether it's Josh Gordon or any other player who comes in here, do you think that this position has support in place for someone who just might be going through something, anything, any of the sort of non-football things like frozen people? Yeah, I'd like to think so. I'd like to think that there's a unique uh, uh, style of structure that's in place here and uh, accountability that's here. I think it's a unique locker room and the way that we connect with one another. Um, the investment that we've made in one another personally. I think you have a number of people on the support staff, uh, like a guy like Jack Easterby, who is just willing to spend time and invest in the individual and isn't really concerned with the football player. And I think that's important. And that's what I talk about all the time. That human element is something that's important. And I think we have people around here that understand that and take the time to invest in that. Kind of, that said, Matthew, I mean, you're, you're here maybe 10 hours a day and at least 14 hours for people. You can't be with someone 24 hours a day. So you have to kind of you know, be professional in the room but outside the room on your own, right? Certainly. I, I think to the man, we all have that responsibility. I mean, you guys have that responsibility within your careers. Um, so to the man, there has to be some, some personal accountability, certainly. So I'm going to go back with Brandon. After week one... Um, kind of complimented Brandon on not having missed any assignments in that first game with Bolden. Mm. Kind of, to me, it doesn't surprise me. It seems like he's a pro's pro, if you know what I mean. Because he is. Yeah. He is a pro's pro. <laughs> uh, I've said it on record numerous times, one of the best players I've ever played with. Uh, his appreciation for the game, his opportunity, uh, I think just he, he really got it. He had the right perspective, the right attitude, uh, and he maximized his opportunity while he's here, and now he's doing that down there, and it doesn't surprise me at all. Well, you know, there's a learning curve for all of us. I mean, there's a, there's a process to learning how to become a pro, and uh, I think his his transition was quicker than most. And, he seemed like a guy who had been here for years right from the beginning and, uh, you know, just such a dependable, reliable player. Is it important to you know, you treat this as just the next game and not build it up too much? Or do you sort of need that sense of urgency? Given Every game counts in this league. Every game is important. Um, you only get 16 of them, and you got to take advantage of everyone.